Hey guys, what's up? It's Faith from faithmariah.com. Welcome back to another episode of my Blogging Breakthroughs podcast. This episode was originally a Q&A that I recorded in my Blogging Breakthroughs Facebook group. I hope you enjoy it. If you have questions for me, please come join the Facebook group. I would love to have you in there. I'm here to support you. I'm here to help you. I'm here to help answer any questions that you have. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Hey guys. Hi, it's Faith. How are you guys? So I'm just going to chat with you guys about this comment. I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's really long, but she's basically saying that she is really unhappy. She feels like she's in agony going to her job. She's built her blog and been posting, but hasn't gotten much traction as it being a business and just feeling kind of lost. It sounds like you're feeling kind of lost, definitely unhappy in your situation right now not excited she says going into 2020 i'm not excited i'm heartbroken i don't care i want to do nothing and yet i also want to work hard and go after my dreams and it's confusing it's the most confusing thing i've ever felt in my life i know i have to work on myself but i also know just brushing everything off and pretending things are good is not going to solve things either okay so this is a long comment there's a lot to this i'm gonna disclaimer this because you know, I'm not a therapist and I'm gonna talk about spiritual beliefs probably in this. So if you're not into that, click off of this video, but that's my worldview, right? So anytime I talk about my worldview, like spirituality and stuff comes up because that's how I see the world. So there's no way for me to talk about, in my mind, There's it's really hard for me to separate giving you guys advice without that. So, you know, if you don't like that, you're probably not gonna like my content anyway, right? So the first thing I wanna say to you is that I would really recommend that you join. There is a group I'm in right now. Oh my gosh, I can't think of the name of it. The girl's name is Natalie Bacon. She has a really good personal development podcast, but she also runs a group coaching program where you can get on calls with her and ask her and she teaches you a self-coaching model that I think would be really helpful for you. And it's, I want to say it's like $50 a month, which sounds like a lot, but for coaching, it's really not right. And you're able to get on calls with her. You're able to ask her questions. You're able to like video chat with her, even just watching. I haven't really asked anything in that group, but I watch the calls and it's really helpful for me you know, cause I'm still working on my mindset and recovering from depression too. And so it's really helpful for me to watch her, you know, shift people's beliefs and shift the stories they're telling and shift their mindsets. And it really, really helps me. So that's the first thing I would recommend for you. Obviously if you can afford therapy, like you should do it. This to me is, it is really, really important, right? Because I spent over 10 years of my life with clinical depression and I just was like, I'm just unhappy and this is how life is. And it took me so long to realize that's not how life is. That's not how I am. That's not my truth, right? And the reason this is so uncomfortable is because that sadness, this depression that you're feeling is not who you inherently are, right? If it was who you inherently are, you wouldn't have all this conflict in you. So part of the motivation, I thought for a long time, and I'm not diagnosing you as depression, I'm just telling you like my experience with this because it sounds really similar to a lot of things that I've been through, right? I thought I was just an unmotivated person and that I just didn't care about things and that I was lazy. And once I got on medication, I realized I wasn't, that wasn't who I am. That's not who I am. That was my depression. And so a lot of this, it's hard, right? Because depression will lie to you and tell you that you're lazy and tell you that you're bad. And that's part of the mental illness. Like that's not necessarily. And like I said, I'm not saying that you're depressed. It's hard for me to 
talk about something so serious off of a comment, right? So just, you guys just keep in mind, I'm talking about this all off of a comment, off of very limited information. But from the things that I see in here, it looks a lot like the things that I went through, right? Where it was like, I was so unhappy and the unhappiness really came from this conflict of like having this mental illness, telling me I'm lazy, telling me, you know, I can't do anything, I'm a failure. And it was in conflict with my truth, which my truth is that I'm here to help a lot of people and I'm actually very driven, right? So just keep that in mind. The reason it's so uncomfortable is that conflict between who you really are and this other stuff that's going on, right? The other thing I wanna talk to you that this applies to like all of you, and I think this might be what my next course is about. You've got to find a way to be happy now. You cannot build this business and think I'm gonna be happy when I hit this number. I'm gonna be happy when I have this many subscribers. I'm gonna be happy when I quit my job. This is your life, you guys. You have to be happy now. You have to be happy now. You don't know that you're getting any other time. You don't know, you're not guaranteed anything. You're not guaranteed, first of all, that it will work out. You're not guaranteed, second of all, tomorrow or any amount of time, right? So you have to be happy now because this is all that you're guaranteed you're not promised anything else and there's a lot of this hustle culture and you guys know that i advocate working hard i advocate going after your dreams i advocate all this stuff but you've got to find a way to love the struggle you've got to find a way to love the challenge right i love the challenge of my business i love when things go wrong in my business i love you know when things are hard and if you can get that mindset where you're like you know that you love solving problems and you love overcoming, it's gonna be a lot easier, right? You cannot put your happiness off until until you reach these milestones. It's just not, that's not how life works. And I'm just gonna tell you guys this story. This, I hit some pretty big milestones in my business this year, right? I mean, my goal was to hit $10,000 a month and I didn't hit that, but I came close, which was like more money, you know, I used to live on $8,000 a year doing service work. So this is like, you know, mind blowing to me. So I hit these milestones, right? That I had been dreaming of and working of, working on literally for years, right? I've been working to hit these milestones and it's the best my business has ever done. I'm getting a lot of really cool opportunities. All this stuff is coming together and it was the most challenging, worst year of my life. I cried myself to sleep this year more than any other time in my life. And the reason I'm telling you guys this is you need to realize having the business, having the, the, the success is not gonna make you feel different. You think like you're gonna get to this success, you're gonna be able to quit your job, you're gonna be able to whatever, but life will still come at you, right? Life came at me this year, right? I went through stuff that was tragic and horrible and I lost people. Life doesn't care what my milestones are and I have to be able to find joy in this life in myself no matter what, when you make your joy conditional on other things, you're gonna really struggle, right? If I'm only happy if I'm hitting this amount of money, if I'm only happy if my business is working this way, if I'm only happy if my husband is acting this way, I'm only happy if my kids are doing this, right? I'm only happy if, if, if. If you make it conditional out of external things, life, it's not gonna work because life will come at you, <laughs> right? And so, Building a business should be fun, like first of all. Like building your business should be fun and exciting, right? And I talk to you guys about showing up to it like a job and setting deadlines and doing all those things because I want you to find success. And I think that a lot of people, I think there's a lot of get rich quick crap 
to be frank with you, that's being sold in this space because people are trying to get you to buy stuff, right? So people are like, make, you know, I make six figures a month and like, you know, it's so easy and make money online. And like, <laughs> I always say like laptops on the beach, like, and that's not the reality for most people. So a lot of times I come on here and I'm like, you know, you need to set deadlines and like, you need to be doing the work because I want to kind of counteract that culture. And while I do the work, I don't ever do the work from a place of I'm going to make myself sit at my desk for 12 hours, right? I do the work from a place of happiness and joy and alignment, right? I get so excited about the projects that I'm working on that it's easy for me to work those kind of hours. I'm never making myself sit down and work on my business. If I don't feel like doing something, you know, I'll change, I'll change things around it. I always tell this story. I had to do I didn't do my taxes like at all, all year. So I had to sit down and go through a year, a year's worth of expenses, you know, to do my taxes. And I did not want to do that because I'm a creative and that taxes are like the most boring thing. And I didn't want to do it, but I didn't lock myself in my office and make myself go do it. I like went outside. I walked the dog. I thought about how thankful I was, you know, for the business I have and for everything that had happened. And I thought about how blessed I was and I got my stuff and I went to the coffee shop and I got like my favorite treat right? I got like a 5,000 calorie, like freaking chocolate croissant thing and a coffee. And I sat down to do my taxes. And the energy is completely different than if I had just woken up and just been like, I have to work on this business. I'm going to make myself do it. I'm going to lock myself in the office. It's like you have to work on your business from a place of joy, right? And if you can't tap into that joy, that is a bigger problem that you need to address. You need to go to therapy. You need to do whatever it is that you need to do, right? I have, you know, the reality is for me to function at the level that I function at, I have to work out every day. I have to have a therapist. I have a business coach, a life coach, a therapist. You know, I exercise every day. I have a workout program. I buy supplements. Like this is the reality of my life. Like I don't just wake up and I'm able to function at the level that I function at. I'm not, I have to invest so much time and energy to have that foundation to then be able to build the business and build the business from a place of joy, right? Because I'm not trying to just be able to endure my business. I'm not trying to just endure, you know, the process of building the business. I'm trying to love the process of building the business. I'm trying to be happy now, regardless of what's happening. And if I don't have all those other pieces in place, I can't build the business from a place of joy, right? I, I mean, it takes a lot, like for me to even, I feel like I should write out a list of everything I do every day, but it's really like, you know, I meditate, I journal, I exercise, you know, like I said, I have a life coach, a business coach, a therapist, you know, it, it's a lot of stuff every day. I eat, I have to eat a very clean diet. I have a specific diet that I follow. I have supplements that I take, right? I have a specific exercise thing that I do because I have to have that foundation of being able to access joy, being able to build my business from a place of joy available to me. And if I don't do those other things, <laughs> I can't access joy because I feel like crap. I feel low energy. I feel tired. I can't build my business from a place of joy if I feel freaking tired. I can't build my business from a place of joy, you know, if I feel like crap, if I have all this negative, like, you know, I call them like troll thoughts, you know, I'm on antidepressants, I'm on med like medication, like this is not, this is not like a walk in the park for me, right? It, but that part is so important to me because I recognize that I have to be joyful now. I don't get future, I don't get like, and I, the more success I find, the more I realize it has nothing to do with how, ha like how I feel. You think you're gonna feel different when you hit your business goals and you're not. 
you are not like that is the toughest lesson and that's why a lot of people that find success really fast end up getting really depressed because it's like you get everything you want and then you're like but i feel the same you have to practice feeling successful and happy and powerful now and then when you get the success it like it makes more sense right but getting the success doesn't change how you feel it doesn't change how you feel right and that's it's a hard lesson to learn, right? And it was hard for me going through that this year because I'm like, I've worked so hard, you know, to hit these milestones and I'm thankful for it and I'm happy, but I'm also miserable and I'm crying myself to sleep because, you know, I lost friends and I lost, you know, I went through a lot of crap this year that was hard to live. It was hard to live through, right? It's tragic and hard, but that's life. Life will always bring you tragedy. Life will always bring you obstacles. Life will always bring you hard. It will. Like, you know, I'm not going to sit here and tell you guys that, like, life is fair and everything happens for a reason. Like, you know, I've been through a lot of tragedy and saw a lot of unfair things happen to a lot of people. But I don't get to control that. I don't get to decide. We don't get to decide what happens to us. We only get to decide how we feel and what it means. That's what you get to decide. That's what you get to control, right? So I can look at like, you know, my friend was murdered, right? I can look at that and just be like, life is so unfair and awful and dark and I can let that cripple me if I let it, right? Or I can look at it as an opportunity, you know, to stand back up and become someone that she would have been proud of and represent my life and live my life in honor and tribute to her. That's how I choose to see it, right? I choose, it's not like, and it's not like everything is working in my favor, right? Life is always going to knock you. You've got to be able to find the light in the bad situations. And this is the other thing about rock bottom. And this might piss you off, like <laughs> if you're watching this and, and or if you're struggling, right? But the rock bottom moments of my life have massively served me, massively served me, right? The moments where it is like, I can't go on like this, I have to change something, were the best moments that ever happened to me, right? Like working that nine to five job I had was the most miserable, unhappy I have ever been. I cried my, I cried in my car every day on the way to work. I was so miserable. I would cry in the bathroom at work. Like it was just such a toxic work environment and it was so bad for my mental health and I was already so depressed and it just like, it pushed everything to where I couldn't keep doing the things that I had been doing, right? It made me, so miserable that I had to change. And that's what life will do to you a lot of times. Like if you're not listening to your intuition and you're not doing the things you know you need to do, life will rock bottom you and it will just get harder until it's like, okay, like you have to take, like you have to do something, right? You guys know, like I believe like your intuition and those nudges in your heart are God. Like I believe that's how we're guided, right? And so when you're you have those nudges in your heart that you're supposed to be doing something different, right? I knew I was on the wrong path for a long time before crying in the bathroom every day, right? So I knew I was on the wrong path, but I kept ignoring it because I was depressed and I didn't feel like I could do anything about it. And I was just ignoring it, ignoring it, ignoring it. And life rock bottomed me, right? Until it was like, you need to pay attention. Like this is your wake up call. And a lot of times when you're this unhappy and you're struggling, that's your wake up call. It doesn't mean that that's how life has to be for you. It doesn't mean that you're a sad person or an unmotivated person or a bad person. It means you need to do something different. It means something's got to change, right? And I don't know what that is because I don't, have enough context off of this comment, right? And I'm saying this not just to you, but to all of us, right? Because we all have times where we're, you know in your heart you're supposed to do something and you ignore it, right? And you're just kind of like, I don't want to listen to that. This is more comfortable. This is easy, right? We like to do the things we've been doing 
the same things over and over, your brain's job is to keep you alive, to keep you from feeling pain and to keep you alive. That's what your brain is trying to do all the time. What is the best way for your brain to keep you alive is to keep you doing the same things you've been doing. Because if you, it knows if you do the same things that you've been doing, you've survived, right? You've survived this far. So I've kept you alive this long. Your brain's trying to keep you alive. I've kept you alive this last 30 years by doing these things. And I know if we keep doing these things, it will be safe for you, right? And so our brain is telling us, just keep doing these same things, keep doing these same things. But then your heart is like, this is wrong. You've got to do something different, right? And that's where that conflict starts coming in, where your intuition is telling you, this is the wrong path, but your brain is telling you, but just keep doing it, right? So it will feel safe. And that's where all that fear comes in, right? Where everyone's like, oh my God, I feel so scared all the time, like irrationally, right? I feel scared to, to you know, put my blog on the internet or to be on camera or all these irrational fears because it's not unsafe for you to be on camera. It's not unsafe for you to show your blog, but your brain is like, this is something different. I don't know how this is going to be. I don't like change. I want everything to stay the same, right? And so then that conflict of like your intuition in your heart telling you, go after your dreams, go do something different, change something, whatever. And then your brain telling you like, just keep doing the same thing over and over again, right? But this like conflict you feel a lot of times of like, I wish I could find this statement in here, it's really long, but you said something in here about just feeling so conflicted and how hard it was like to live with this dichotomy. And that's, if that's what it is, right? It's like, when you're this uncomfortable in your life, you've gotta do something different. This is not how life has to be for you. You can do something different. And, and I'm such a big example of this, you guys. Like I've changed my life so many times, you know, over the course of a year where my life looks completely different. In such a short amount of time if you need to change your life you know in a year you can leave a relationship you can sell your house move to a different town move across the country get in school quit your job get a different job you know your life can literally be completely different in a year it does not have to stay how it is now so if it doesn't have to stay how it is now then it's like well which pieces you know do you need to move to start feeling better right and it's not about looking outside of yourself to but it's about aligning with your heart and your soul, right? So what can you do to start aligning with that calling in your heart? What are you being called to do? If you're always being guided, right? I believe like we're all God, we're all divine. Like God is part of you, like you're a part of God. So if you're part of God, what what are you being called to do, right? You're always being led. I believe it's always safe for you to trust yourself because we're all divine, right? So we're all divine. It's completely safe for you to trust yourself. You're guided, you're supported, right? Then what do you feel called to do? right? So you're not alone. Okay, let me see. There's some comments on here. Okay. Yes, lower end depression is something I always struggle with, but it's harder to recognize since it just feels like me. The big episodes are less frequent, but I know them when I feel them. Yeah, I deal with that too. Like, you know, I still have up and ups and downs with the depression, but honestly, I've, I've lived with it and worked on it for so long at this point. It's like, I'm able to separate the depression from me. So even like, where you're like, this just feels like me. That's not the truth, right? That's part of the mental illness. And that's why depression and mental illness are, are so hard to deal with. Because a big part of the illness is that the illness lies to you, <laughs> right? The illness lies to you and tells you, you know, this is just me. This is how I am. No one else feels like this. Something is wrong with me. When really nothing is wrong with you, you're just depressed. You just have like a mental illness you need to take care of. That's all. I'm able to recognize those kind of thoughts. I have like very distinct, consistent thoughts that I'll think that are my depression. And I just, I just, I tell myself, I'm like, that's not my truth. That's my mental illness, right? And you can tell your truth because your truth feels good and aligned. Your truth feels like 
lightness feels easy feels good right your truth is like aligned with god and the universe and who you truly are in your soul that's your truth right so this crap that comes in your head that's like you're bad you're worthless i know it's not my truth because it makes me feel heavy and it makes me feel like crap it's like that's not my truth that's just like some garbage right that's just some garbage you know from my depression or from my mental illness but that's not my truth does that make sense and so that's kind of how i will tease those things out i hope this was helpful I really empathize with this a lot, this comment that was left, because I've been, like, I feel like I can feel, like, what you feel, like, I've been through this, um, and, you know, to be honest with you, this, I was in this situation, and it was the best thing that ever happened to me, and maybe it's not the blog, like, maybe you need to find something else, or a different job, or do something, but if I hadn't had that job, where I was crying in the bathroom every day, I would have never been motivated enough to get the blog where it needed to be, to to be successful, right? And people, I am hesitant a lot of times to tell my success story online because I launched the blog as my New Year's resolution in 2017 in January, and I matched my salary by October, which sounds really easy. It sounds kind of like, oh, like she did it in 10 months, right? But I was getting up at like four in the morning. Like I was working like a crazy person. Like it took a, like you guys know how hard it is, right? It took like a wild amount of effort. And, you know, I have a lot of privilege that a lot of people don't have. I like, you know, I don't have kids. I have disposable income. I was able to invest in my business, right? I have a lot of resources that a lot of people don't have. And so, you know, the difference between like, oh, I, I launched the blog in January and I quit in October. That doesn't sound that bad. But when you're like, but I worked like almost 100 hours a week for almost an entire year, right? I didn't see my friends. I didn't spend money on anything. I didn't do anything besides sit in this house and work on this business, right? And go to my nine to five and come home and sit in the house and work on the business, right? I would have never had the motivation to do that if, and I'm not saying you have to do this, but I'm saying for me, like the way this all ended, ended up playing out is that it really motivated me. I realized that I never wanted to work for someone else ever again. I was just like, I will never have another boss. And once I got in that mindset, it gave me the business I have now. If I hadn't been in that terrible situation, crying myself, you know, crying in my car every day and crying in the bathroom every day and just so miserable and so unhappy in my life, I never would have had the motivation to get up at four in the morning and like stay up till, you know, whatever, and to work on the blog as relentlessly as I did. And so it, at the time, I was like, this is the worst situation. I'm in this horrible situation. This is awful. But actually, it was like the best thing that could have happened to me, right? And this might play out different for you. Like, you know, it might not be the blog might not be the thing right now. Like, maybe you need to look for a different job. Maybe you need to change careers. Maybe I don't know what the answer is, right? But that's like part of like, you need to get out in your heart and your soul and get really honest with yourself and be like, what needs to change? you know, for me to be happy, because this will get worse. <laughs> this will get, like, you know, if you're already unhappy, and you're just like, I'm gonna ignore it and just keep doing the things that I'm doing, you have to change your behavior to feel different, right? You can't keep doing the same thing and expect to feel different. You know what I mean? So I hope this gives you guys some things to think about. Like I said, I think the most important thing is that you're able to build your businesses from a place of joy and excitement and happiness right? You need to find those things that make you really excited to work on your business, right? A lot of times I'll meditate before I work, before I sit down and work, and I just literally put my hands on my heart and I breathe and I think about how thankful I am for my business. Because when I think about that and then I work, 
it makes it a lot easier for me to build a business from a place of joy and gratitude and happiness than just like, okay, I have to sit down and like do all this work. And like, like I never want to be in that energy when I'm working on my business. I always want to be in a higher energy when I'm working on my business of gratitude, of thanks, of happiness, of excitement, right? And if I'm not in that energy, I have to walk the dog. I have to dance. I have to exercise. I have to do something to change my energy level and then sit down and work. Does that make sense? So while I'm like a big proponent of putting in the hours and putting in the work and I'm very, I try to be very transparent and realistic with you guys about the kind of hours I spend on this business because I think that there's a lot of crap on the internet sugarcoating things, right? And while I'm like, you have to put the hours in, I don't think it should feel hard. I don't think it should feel like grinding and hard. I think it should feel joyful and exciting, right? It should feel good to work on your business. You build your business from a place of joy, right? And work hard and show up for it and take it seriously. But I'm never like locking myself in my office, making myself do things. That's not what this is about to me, right? This is about being able to find work that aligns with who you are and aligns with your purpose and aligns with your mission and your heart and your soul and then building the business, right? It being excited and thankful and then doing the work. Not just like, I'm going to sit down in my office and lock myself in here and do all my taxes and like, just put my head down. Like, I don't want to feel like that, right? I don't want to feel like that. And you have to decide how you want to feel right now, right? You have to decide how you want to feel right now. You think when you hit these milestones and you hit the success or you hit the money, you're going to feel different. You're going to feel exactly the same. And that's, it's a hard reality, you know, to wrap your brain around, but it's more and more clear to me all the time. (laughs) You know, it's like, if I can't be happy now, I'm not going to be happy making $10,000 a month. Like why? You know what I mean? It's like, it's, it'll change things temporarily, You know, it's a fun, like, feeling. It's fun to feel excited. It's fun to feel, you know, to celebrate and all those things. But it's not going to fundamentally change the way I feel about life. It's not going to change the thoughts that you're having in your brain. If you're having negative thoughts and you have crap going on in your head, making $10,000 a month is not going to change that. If anything, it's just going to make it louder because you're going to feel guilty. Then you're going to be like, well, I'm making all this money and I'm still unhappy. Like, what is wrong with me? Right? It just makes it ample. It almost like amplifies all the negativity you have in your brain. So you got to get that sorted out now and be happy now. We're not guaranteed any level of success. We're not guaranteed any time. You've got to be happy right now. Okay. Hi, Coraline. I miss you too. I just found Mel Robbins and she says procrastination is a form of stress relief. Procrastination is stress. This hit me hard. Blogging housework, working out and everything feels so much harder when I'm stressed about something, usually by nine to five. So I'm learning to do more self-care to combat the stress. Yeah. And then the procrastination. Yeah, that makes total sense to me. Right. And that's, that's why I have to do all these other pieces. It's like, I, I can't function and get everything done that I need to do for this business that I, and I can't show up for my life the way I want to show up for my life. And I can't feel the way I want to feel if I don't do all this other stuff, right? It's like, I don't like eating healthy. I don't like exercising. I don't like getting up at 530 in the morning, but those are the things that I personally have to do. I'm not saying you have to do these things, but I personally have to do those things to be able to function at a level where I can operate the business from joy. You know, I have to be mentally and physically in a higher place so I can sit down and feel good about the business. Otherwise, if I'm tired and pissed off and cranky and not getting enough sleep, you know, and not exercising and not taking care of my mental health and not doing the self-care, then I'm pissed off and I'm in a bad mood. And it's a lot harder to be like, sit down and work on my my business from a place of joy 
when I'm like what you're saying, Rebecca, when I'm stressed out, when I feel like crap, <laughs> right? It's a lot easier for me to be like, I'm going to sit down and work on my business from a place of joy when I feel good inside. And I get to decide that, right? Even walking through the things that I had to live through this year and, and doing it like this year just sucked so bad, you guys. It really sucked so bad. And it's okay to feel sad sometimes. It's okay to struggle, right? I know that the, you have to have the darkness to have the light. And a lot of times we think when we're sad or we think we're upset, there's something wrong with us. And it's, you know, it's okay to just be sad and just stand in grief and sadness and know that there are better times coming. Like, you know, sometimes life is about surviving and that's like not very sexy or like a very cool, maybe self-helpy thing to say, but it's the truth, right? Like, I'm not going to get on here and bullshit you guys. Like, you know, this year sucked, <laughs> but sometimes life is about surviving. Sometimes life is about deciding to see things differently and deciding to show up for your life, even when things suck. Right. I showed up the best and, you know, I didn't always do the best job I could, but I still showed up for my community a lot of days, even when I just didn't didn't want to. Right. And I felt like crap, but I knew that I had to do those things to survive. And I knew that that was going to be part of my healing process. And I knew, you know, that that was the best thing for me to do at that time. There's times where I took time off. You guys know because I wasn't on here for like a month. There's times where I took a step back and took time off and that's fine, too. But what I'm saying is like, if you're sad, like it's okay to be sad. Like we're having a human experience in these human bodies. And part of that is sadness. Part of that is struggle. Part of that is rock bottom. Part of that is, is things that, that feel like you can't live through them, right? Part of life is losing people and trying things and failing and publicly failing and all these different things. But that's okay. It's okay to live through those things. It's okay to have those experiences. It's okay to feel sad. You know, it's just like, you just have to look at it and decide what it means and move forward. What's not okay is to just decide life is always gonna be like this. I These things happen to me and now I feel like this forever, right? That's not okay, like to me, like I'm like always like, okay, like it's okay for me to feel sad, but I have to believe that there's light, right? I always believe that sadness just means that there's better things coming for me. Because really like without the sadness, you can't appreciate the things in your life, right? You know, I was very appreciative this year for my family and the people that were around me at Christmas time this year. If you guys have ever lost someone, like, you know what that's like, where you go home and you're like, oh, thank God, like, you know, I lost these people, but I have these people and I'm so thankful. And the reason that I was able to find that light is because of the darkness, right? The darkness and the struggle is you need the contrast. You can't have one without the other. I can't feel that amount of love and appreciation without having walked through some loss, right? It's part of life. It's how it's how things work. And it's not about like everything happening for a reason or any of that crap. It's just, that's how life goes. You know, life will come at you. It doesn't matter if you're making $10,000 a month. It doesn't matter if you're making $20,000 a month. Life will still come at you. There will still be challenges. <laughs> you're still gonna have to work on your mindset. You're still gonna have to like, you know, deal with things that are unfair and hard to live through and tragic, like, you know, and that might sound depressing, but it's also really beautiful, right? I find a lot of beauty in that and a lot of comfort in that. And I find a lot of comfort in knowing that I'm not alone. And that's, you know, it's not just tragedy happening to me because I'm some victim and I'm in this terrible thing and life is so unfair to me. It's like, no, this is just part of life for everyone. Tragedy and struggle are just part of life for everyone. And that just kind of comforts me because it's like, 
it normalizes my experience because the truth is a lot of people have lived through tragedy and a lot of people have lived through a lot worse tragedy than what I'm living through, right? And it normalizes all of that. So when you can normalize your struggles, you know, even with this stuff with your job of just knowing a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people don't like their jobs, right? And you're able, they're able to make changes and shift things and find a way to make life more comfortable for them. Jay says, whole person health impacts everything it isn't the answer for a perfect life it is necessary to weather the storm life guarantees yeah i have to have like that foundation to work from right and honestly i was so happy for those habits i've been you know busting my butt for so long building all these habits and it's like when life comes at comes at me right when like one of my good friends like went missing this year at sea right you guys remember that like that was terrible you know, when someone I love goes missing, it's like, I know how to endure that. And I know what to do. And I know, even though I'm sad, I know that it will pass. Even though it feels like I can't live through it, I know that I will, right? And that's when I really fall back on those habits where it's like, you know, I know like to meditate, I know to walk the dog, I know to journal, like I know like to do these things. And if I keep doing those things, like eventually I'll feel better, even though I feel sad right now, right? How did you find your spark again? This is the human experience. Um, how did I find my spark again? Well, you know, a lot of it had, a lot of it is that I went on antidepressants, to be honest with you guys. Like, you know, I was clinically depressed, had untreated clinical depression for over 10 years of my life. I just thought I was unmotivated, lazy person that didn't care about anything, right? That's what I thought. And, you know, I think there's a, like all this controversy about medication and not going on medication, and I don't wanna get into any of that. All I wanna do is like share my personal experience with you guys, and then you guys decide what's best for you. I always believe like you're the expert in your own life, and if you going on medication or not going on medication is a very personal decision for everyone. For me personally, I have to be medicated. Every time I've tried to go off of it, every time I've tried to do the natural stuff, it just, there is something in my brain that like needs that medication. It needs it needs it and you know it's just like in my mind it's just like if I, if I was diabetic or something it's like this is the medicine I need to function and so I don't feel any guilt or shame about that and that's why I'm able to speak publicly about it but yeah I went on well, I'm trying to think I went on medication I went on a huge fitness journey and then I really tapped into my mission right I started getting like really passionate about the work I was doing and that's what drives me right the things that you have to find the things that really, really drive you and move you forward and speak to your heart and your soul, right? And the things that have always meant a lot to me are helping other people and being of service. When I look back on my life, like the happiest times when I was the happiest and most aligned, right? I've done a lot of service work. I worked in AmeriCorps. I worked at Habitat for Humanity. I worked at a rape, a rape crisis center. I worked in domestic violence. You know, the, when I look back, the theme on my life is always helping people and being of service. And so when I moved away from that, I just got more and more depressed. And so when I started the blog, it was a way, I didn't realize it at the time, but it was a way for me to start getting back to that truth. And that's not the answer for everyone, but that's my, I believe that's my purpose, right? I believe we're all here for a different purpose. So look at your life and figure out like, what is your purpose? Where do you serve people? Where do you serve yourself? Where do you feel most yourself and more aligned? and then start finding ways to live in your purpose more often. The more I stand in my purpose of being of service and helping people, you know, the better things go for me, to be honest with you, because I'm aligned with who I am. It's aligned with, I'm aligned with my heart and my soul and my values and all my work feels so much easier, right? So if you can find some kind of purpose, and it's hard, right? You might not know what it is, and that's fine. 
I'm always a big believer in like asking for guidance. If you need guidance, like I believe you guys are the expert. You're the expert in your own life. No one knows your heart, your soul, your purpose, your truth the way you do. So get quiet, like get quiet, get your journal out, sit down, like ask yourself, like, you know, what is my purpose? Like, you know, don't everyone wants to like ask their therapist or ask me or ask whoever. And I'm always telling you guys, like, ask yourself. Like, you know what's best for you, right? I always tell you guys this about the business, but it's true really in all of your life, right? It's like, you know what's best for your business. Like, you know what's best for your business more than anyone else. You know what's best for your life. You know your truth. You, and it's safe for you to ask yourself and it's safe for you to ask for guidance, right? If you feel lost and you feel distraught and you feel like you don't know what to do, get quiet because you know the answer, right? You know the next step. It's inside of you. I know, I promise you. I promise you it is there, right? And then it's just a matter of like acting on it, whether it's like going to a doctor or going to a therapist. I also, if you, I don't know if any of you are struggling with depression, but when I was struggling with depression, I finally went to like a actual, a, a physician, like a doctor. And I had, you know, just crazy, like I had like no vitamin D, right? I had all of these other like symptoms and stuff that was making the depression worse. And so I always advise people, I'm like, go to your doctor. Like, start by talking to your doctor, right? Get a blood panel done. Like, get, you know what I mean? It's like, I had, I was anemic. I had like no iron, which gives you like really low energy. I had really, really, I was completely deficient in vitamin D, right? And so those were making my other symptoms worse. And so all of this stuff goes together, right? It's all well and good for me to come on camera and be like, build your business from a place of joy but the truth is is like if you're anemic <laughs> right it's going to be really hard for you to build your business from a place of joy if you're deficient and have vitamin deficiencies if you have depression if you have all these other things going on it's going to be really hard for you to build your business from a place of joy right so to me it's like i am my business i am my business and so my well-being is one my biggest priority right now because the more i realize i can't show up and support you know, hundreds of thousands of people online if I'm not functioning at my best, if I don't feel my best. Does that make sense? Okay, I'm gonna get off of here, you guys. I hope this was helpful or like, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like people come in this group like wanting like business advice and I'm just like, listen to your heart. <laughs> you know, but that's, that's what I do, you know, and I just can't, I have to come on here and tell you guys the truth of like how I built this business and how I see things. And I, you know, the reason I started doing the blogging podcast and I started this Facebook group was because I do things and see things a lot different than what I was seeing people talk about in the blogging world. And I just wanted like that other perspective out there. You know, I don't see a lot of people talking in the blogging space about, you know, that you have to have all these other areas of your life in line, that you have to sit down and like do the work, that you have, should build your business from a place of joy, that you can trust your guidance. Like I ask for guidance all the time. If I don't know what to do in the business, I pray. I pray. I ask for guidance. I ask like my higher self or the higher power, whatever you believe in, right? Then that's like the best business advice I can give you is that you have everything you need. You have everything you need, right? And you have the guidance in you to get where you want to go. It's just like, can you trust yourself? Like, can you trust yourself enough? I'm always like working to trust myself more and to become more intuitive and to become more in tuned, right? To all these different things. Because I believe your intuition is your guidance, right? And so the more I'm able to lean into that, the more I'm able to trust, right? 
the easier things get, the more aligned everything becomes. It's when I start doubting myself and I'm in my head and I'm listening to other people or I'm watching things and doing things just because so-and-so said to do it and not because it feels right to me, that's when things get hard and get jacked up in my business, right? When I'm listening to my higher self, when I'm really in tune with my audience, when I'm really connected to my purpose, when I'm really listening to my heart and my soul, everything in life is easier. Right. But it's hard. It's really hard. It sounds like all well and good. Like, listen to your heart and like it'll get easy. It's but it's hard to practice in real life. Right. When you have a business coach or you have someone or you see someone doing something and you want the results that you're getting. It's really easy to ignore that the feeling in your heart of what you should be doing and just do what everyone else is doing. Right. It's really hard to live a life that is so has soulful integrity. Right. Integrity with your soul right? Aligned with what you think is right and what you want to do. And the more you can stand in that truth, the easier things get. All right, you guys, it totally matters where you fix your eyes and which influences you're letting in your life. Yeah. I, and one of the big things I did too, you guys, when I was like in this period of like darkness before I had the business and stuff, I just listened to so many podcasts. I still listen to so many podcasts, but at that time it was like, vital to my survival if you don't have people around you that are ambitious that are positive that are telling you positive things because i didn't i didn't have anyone that believed in my business i didn't have anyone supporting me i didn't have anyone telling me they thought it was a good idea right i had a lot of doubt and fear in my brain and then i had just no one around me could thought it was a good idea or supported it right so i put all this like positivity in my ears and i listened to success stories of people that had done it you know and i just kept listening and like listening to successful people and listening to podcasts and listening to audiobooks, right? That book, um, how to be a badass at making money, how to be a badass. Those came out while I was working that desk job and I bought them on audible and I just listened to them over and over and over and over again. Cause I needed to hear that message. Right. I always talk to you guys about how people need to hear your message over and over again. I literally listened to that book like five times because I was like, I need someone to tell me life can get better. That's a good book. Maybe if you need a pep talk, um, you know, I needed someone to tell me that it was possible for things to get better, that it was possible to be successful, that it was possible for my dreams to come true. And I needed to hear that message. And if you need to hear that and you don't have anyone in your life supporting you, I really highly recommend. I just like brainwashed myself with positivity, right? That's what I did. Like I just listened to so many eBooks like all day, right? I just like woke up and started listening to it. And then I got in the car and I listened to it. And then I got to my desk at my nine to five and I put my earbuds in and I was listening to it. And then I went on my lunch break and I was listening to it. It was like, that was one of the only things in that time that like got me through what I was doing. Because I, not only was I so unhappy, I was building this business, you know, getting up at four, getting up at five every day, building this blog not knowing if it was gonna work, right? But I didn't know anyone that was making money online. I didn't even know anyone, you know, I grew up very poor. I don't even know anyone that owns a business at all. So, you know, it just, there's so much doubt in my brain that it was possible. And I had to kind of brainwash myself to be able to keep going and be able to get through that time. And sometimes when you're going through things in life that are hard, you just have to find something like that and hang on, right? Sometimes life is about surviving. Sometimes life is about getting through. Right. I'm, I've gone through that this year. Like I I've told you guys that I'm like very transparent, like this year sucked, <laughs> you know, and it's hard because it's like, oh, it's the most success I've ever had in my business. I'm so thankful for it. I, and I'm so happy with the business. But my personal life was really hard this year. It doesn't there's a point where the success and the money just doesn't matter. It just doesn't. Right. 
I mean, you have to be happy now. You have to be able to find meaning now. You have to be able to do those things now. You're not going to feel different when you hit those milestones. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I've heard people say that before, and you, I don't think you understand. You can't understand what it's like until you live through that because it's such a surreal experience to be like, I'm making more money. You know, I grew up very poor, right? And I was very poor for a long time. So to have any kind of income coming in the way I do now is more than I could have dreamed about a lot of times, right? To have that and then to have all this tragedy in my personal life and walk through loss, it's it's such a surreal experience because you're just like, how can life be so hard? <laughs> like, you know, I thought I would like hit this and it would like make everything easy, and but that's not how life works. It's just not, right? Okay, you guys, I will talk to you guys soon. I hope you guys have a good day. Have a good New Year's. It's 2020, you guys. It's a whole new year. And like I said, like everything can be different a year from now. Everything can be different. It, it really can be. You know, I'm such a big example of that. There was a time where like I had nowhere to live, no money. I had no money to the point like I broke my arm and couldn't go to the doctor. Like that kind of no money. Like I had like no money for food. Like I was like broke as just as broke as you could be right i couldn't even get a credit card i tried to get a credit card to like be able to go to the doctor and get my arm fixed i couldn't get a credit card like i had nothing right and a year later it's like i was able to buy this house i had a even the nine to five job even though it was like really hard but i had that job and that ended up leading me to the blog everything can look so different in a year right and i've been at rock bottom right but rock bottom is always a turning point. It's always been a turning point for me where it's like, you know, sometimes life has to rock bottom you and put you in struggle to get you back on the right track, right? And it sucks. It's like, I'm not saying it doesn't suck. I'm not saying it's fair. <laughs> but that's how it's always worked for me. It's like life will rock bottom me where it's like, now you're broke. You live in a tent. <laughs> you have no money. Your arm is broken, right? And it's like, okay, like do something. Like you have to, it will like keep rock bottoming you and messing with you until you have to do something. And life can change. Everything can be different. Every, if you need everything to be different, everything can be different a year from now. It really can be. Life changes so fast. You know, we want to think like we're stuck with the way things are forever. And that's not the case at all. I'm sure most of you know, like life can change in an instant. Everything can be different. So I really, and I say that like from a place of hope, right? Because it's like, if you're unhappy, you don't have to stay this way. Like everything can change. You're an inspiration. Oh, you guys are so sweet. <laughs> I don't feel like I'm being very inspiring in this pep talk, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm talking about a lot of really sad, hard things, but that's, that's my truth, right? And it's really important to me, especially I see just so much coaching and like so much crap. I feel like in this space that I just want to be as honest and transparent with you guys. And I, I wish more people were more transparent about what it's like to build a business and like what it really is like. Everyone wants to be excited. And like, I probably, I guess, could sell more courses if I came on here and I was like, everything's so great, like building business. But it's like, I'm not, I don't have any interest in doing that. <laughs> the energy or the time. All right. I hope you guys have a good new year. I'm going to pray for all of you tonight and myself. And like, I feel really good things coming in 2020. I love the new year because I love a fresh start, right? I'm going to clean my house. I'm going to journal. I'm going to set my intentions and I'm just going to give myself like a clean slate. If you're unhappy, like use this as the time. This can be when you decide everything changes. This can be like, right? I'm using this for my fitness journey. This is like, I, I'm going to work out and really stick to my fitness journey. I'm going to clean my whole house and just get everything like really fresh and clean feeling 
and I'm ready to let that shit go that happened last year. Like I'm not carrying that stuff into the new year. I can't do it anymore. It's too heavy. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you guys soon. Have a good day. Bye. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Blogging Breakthroughs podcast. Thanks for being here. Thanks for hanging out. I wanted to let you know that the doors to the mastermind are open. The Blogging Breakthroughs mastermind is a group I created to help support you on your business, to help you get clarity on your business, to help you make more money faster, to help you be in community with other women. Building a business on your own is so hard. It's so isolating. I see so many women buying courses, getting discouraged, not getting the results that they want. I created this group to support you while you build your business. In addition to being part of an amazing community of women, you also get invited to come to a weekly group coaching call on Zoom with me. These calls are really, really special. People are really raw and honest about what's going on in their business and their life. And it's just a time for us to come together to connect, support each other, brainstorm business ideas, just anything you guys need. These calls are really, really special, and I really believe they will help you grow your business. In addition to the calls with me, you also get access to tons of group coaching calls, guest workshops, co-working hours, a blogathon that we run every single week to help you stay motivated and working on your business. There's so many resources available to support you. You don't have to build this business on your own, and I hope you will consider coming to join us inside the mastermind. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you guys soon.